you will know them by their fruits. Matthew 7:15-20, NKJV, Beware of false prophets, who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. When trying to find a new church, always talk to the preacher and your teacher away from other people, before you attend their church if you can. Ask them why they started preaching or teaching. If their answer is not, God called me to do so then always challenge anything they do that involves the receiving of money. There are wolves in sheep's clothing in the church now. Ask God for guidance and be careful. By the way, God called me to teach slash preach His Word. Judgment is not within the scope of our duties as Christians, that is God's job and His only. However, that does not mean we can't see someone that is using God's Word or service for their own gain. 2 Timothy 3 16-17, NKJV, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. There is nothing that happens here on this earth that is not covered in the Bible, you just need to find it. And make sure you understand it before using it on someone else. Why do you think ministers and teachers have to study all their lives? The scriptures are a living thing that will change with the situation. In March 2020, this world became united in a way they would have never expected. It was the start of COVID-19. It was so bad we had to stop gathering in the church building for over a year. However, the church went on and still thrives today. Christ is the head of the church, not some preacher or teacher. It is God that keeps our spiritual spirit alive, not some singer or music director. The church belongs to God, not some association or religion. As I have said many times, Christianity is a way of life, not a religion. Christians know how to listen and follow God's guidance. No matter what is going on in this world, the Holy Spirit will help us study God's Word and use it to lift up our hearts and keep us doing God's will. A Christian will always use the Bible to navigate their day. Religions do anything they want to do and misuse the scripture to twist it until they think it makes them look good. How about you, do you use religious beliefs to make your soul look good to God? Do you have the Holy Spirit living in your heart? Are you someone who studies the Bible daily and you walk in a way that everyone can see Christ in you? Religious people display the same fruit as the world. Christians display Christ in their actions at all times. Which are you, religious or a Christian? you will know them by their fruits. Definition of Hallowed Illustrated Bible Dictionary, and Treasury of Biblical History, Biography, Geography, Doctrine, and Literature. To Render Sacred, to Consecrate, X 2838, X 29 29-1. This word is from the Saxon, and properly means to make holy. The name of God is Hallowed, i.e., is reverenced as holy, Matt 6-9. A prayer in the Bible commonly known as the Lord's Prayer contains the phrase, Hallowed be your name, but what does hallowed mean? The American Heritage Dictionary defines hallowed as, sanctified, consecrated, highly venerated, sacrosanct, like the hallowed halls of a great university. To hallow is to make or set apart as holy. Definition of hallowed. Hallowed is used to describe something that is respected and admired, usually because it is old, important, or has a good reputation. Hallow. To render sacred, to consecrate, Exodus 28:38, 29-1. This word is from the Saxon, and properly means to make holy. 
The name of God is hallowed, i.e., is reverenced as holy, Matthew 6 9. What does hallowed fire mean? Hallowed fire is an expression of Carlyle's in definition of Christianity at its rise and spread as sacred and kindling what was sacred and divine in man's soul and burning up all that was not. Romans 6 1-2, NKJV. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? You can't be dead and alive at the same time. If you died to sin, those sins were buried with Christ and can no longer be a part of your life. They are gone. Sin is no longer in your nature, because you have become part of God's nature, 2 Peter 1 4. You have become hallowed. Colossians 1 21-23, NKJV. And you, who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death, to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight, if indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. Because of the death of the only begotten Son of God, who died on the cross for our sins, the grace of God was extended to us through faith in Christ. God will only extend that grace one time. Christ can't die again so it was a one-time good deal. God has reconciled us through the death of Jesus on the cross that we can be presented holy and blameless before Him. 1 Peter 1 13-15, NKJV. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ, as obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lusts, as in your ignorance, but as He who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. It is not that Christ stands between us and God so God can't see our sins, it is that we change our lives through our faith in Christ, so God sees the Holy Spirit living in us, John 14 17.